In a land where content is king, we're all subjected to it. Thanks for stopping in and being content with some of mine. I've got an opinion on everything, and I don't know what to think about that. Today, though, I want to hone in on the trappings of wealth, LGBT insurance, and going broke, as we do here almost every day. Now, though, I want to jump right into our top story, which is a scheme which helped wealthy Americans buy their children's ways into elite universities. U.S. federal prosecutors have charged Hollywood actors, along with almost 50 other people, over a $25 million scheme to help wealthy Americans buy their children's ways into universities such as Yale, Georgetown, Stanford, and the University of Southern California. 200 FBI agents were involved in the investigation dubbed Operation Varsity Blues, which exposed how parents bribed college coaches and insiders at testing centers to get their children into some of the most elite schools in the country. Among those charged is actress Felicity Huffman. I wasn't quite sure who Miss Huffman was, so I turned to IMDb, where I found that Felicity toiled away for 20 years in ill-fated television shows, Broadway plays, and independent films in the shadow of her successful husband, actor William H. Macy. Well, that's shameless. Then, she got the part of Lynette in the television series Desperate Housewives. She's also credited with a Golden Globe nomination for starring in the film Transamerica. Is that what I think it is? Well, let's turn back to IMDb to find Transamerica, released in 2005, is about a preoperative transgender woman who takes on an unexpected journey when she learns that she fathered a son. Well, remember, dad is a gender-neutral term, as I know firsthand. But I'm curious... How did William H. Macy feel about this role? Did it give him the hard eight? More importantly, how does the Transamerica Corporation deal with such liberation and equality that we've seen over the past 20 years? Have they embraced it? Have they leaned into the LGBT community? Also, can we call it the LGBTQ community? Or am I late to the bus stop on that? Anyways, back to the insurance company. Transamerica Corporation is an American holding company for various life insurance companies and investment firms operating primarily in the United States, offering life and supplemental health insurance, investments, and retirement service, with a predominant presence in the LGBT community. We'll look at that. According to Wikipedia, which is not a source, they have embraced it. Good for you, Transamerica. Good for you. At Transamerica, we can't ensure you're going to be comfortable in the skin you were born in, but we can ensure your life, property, and casualty. Talk to a financial professional at Transamerica Corporation today and ensure you can be comfortable in your future. Going back to the admissions fraud scheme, in all, 33 parents were charged, as well as 13 college sports coaches and associates of William Rick Singer. He's the ringleader of all this, charged by federal prosecutors with running the racketeering scheme through his Edge College and Career Network. This network served a roster of clients, including chief executives and Hollywood actors. In addition to Felicity Huffman, also caught up in the scheme is Lori Laughlin, more notably known as, oh my God, no, not Aunt Becky. According to Andrew Lelling, U.S. Attorney for the District of Massachusetts, these parents are a catalog of wealth and privilege. Based on the charges unsealed today, 
All of them knowingly conspired with Mr. Singer and others to buy their children's admissions to elite schools through fraud. Parents spent anywhere from $200,000 to $6.5 million to guarantee their children's admissions because that's what was being offered, a guarantee. It seems what Mr. Singer was good at doing was calibrating the fake credentials to appear realistic and not so impressive as to invite suspicion or additional scrutiny. In case you were worried, Mr. William H. Macy has not been charged, though Singer is scheduled to plead guilty on Tuesday in Boston to federal court charges including racketeering, money laundering, and obstruction of justice. Mr. Lellen, though, must have worked his way through college because he's not relenting against the parents either. Instead, he says, the parents charged today, despite already being able to give their children every legitimate advantage in the college admissions game, instead chose to corrupt and illegally manipulate the system for their benefit. Here's my take on everything. Celebrities, the wealthy, anyone involved in fraud, when you're lost out there and you're all alone, remember, the light is waiting to carry you home everywhere you look. I'd like to believe that Danny Tanner would never do such a thing. But then again, he was such a helicopter parent that maybe he would bend over backwards and commit university admissions fraud just to get his kids into the best schools. Because although Stephanie might make it on her own merits, DJ was certainly in troubled waters. Then there was Bob Saget himself, who turned out to be a really filthy comedian, I found out when I got older. But I guess that had to do with his upbringing with the last name Saget. And then there's Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, who are the Kylie Jenners of their day, both self-made billionaires, the both of them, although it doesn't get counted the same because they shared a womb. When it comes to new billionaires, there's another couple sharing the spotlight, as A-Rod and J-Lo have gotten engaged, combining their wealths to merge nearly as billionaires when the ceremony is complete. As for the nickname, I'm sure it's J-Rod, but I'd like to hear other suggestions. When it comes to Alex Rodriguez's legacy in baseball, we all know he was a cheater, whereas Barry Bonds was just a rule breaker. You see, steroids became a banned substance in Major League Baseball in 1991, but they didn't get tested for until 2003. So I'd like to think that Barry Bonds was grandfathered in, whereas Alex Rodriguez knew what he was doing was wrong. Nonetheless, I'd like to welcome all the cheaters into baseball to see what the human body is truly capable of, but I'd like to suggest that we keep them in a separate league so we can put all the people on human growth hormones and other performance-enhancing drugs into a league of their own, much like the American League, and then we can have mere mortals in another. Then, when the time comes, we can still play a World Series and see if those simple men can defeat those lab-grown freaks. To be sure, any advantage by definition is unfair, but isn't it the advantage that turns the tide in any test? Certainly, we should all be born on equal ground, welcome to a level playing field, but we know by genetics, environment, and birthright that that's simply not the case. In fact, studying statistics as I have, it seems the best way to become a billionaire is to be born to one. Now, this isn't to say you can't navigate success in business with a good idea and the perseverance to make it happen but you certainly start out well behind all the capital in the marketplace. At the same time, many successful athletes have used their advantage to pull themselves up by their proverbial bootstraps and launch themselves out of poverty while gaining 
generational wealth. While this doesn't stick for all, and some do end up back down where they started, for the most part, they'll never be poor again, just broke. You see, most of us aren't poor, just broke, and that's our own fault. That might also be said about the 13% of the American population living below the poverty line, but that wouldn't be echoed for the 20% of American children who also find themselves in poverty. You see, Poverty is a state of deprivation, lacking the usual or socially acceptable amount of money or material possessions. Most Americans will spend at least one year below the poverty line at some point between the ages of 25 and 75, which is like an anti-lottery with much better odds. Meanwhile, take comfort in knowing that Aunt Becky and that desperate housewife Lynette can funnel unknown gobs of cash to send spoiled kids to elite schools knowing full well they'll spend more time on Instagram than they do inside a lecture hall. So please, forget the wives in their full houses and instead lend a hand to the poor, desperate children from broken homes, giving them any advantage to escape an unfair situation. Because together, by doing a little, we can achieve a lot almost every day. You got it, dude?